Hey guys, what's going on? What's going on guys? Might sound um, a little bit different. Um, I got a new phone and I cannot find my intro, outro, crack of the bat, George Grand. I can't find any of it. Um, So I don't know what I'm going to do for intro and outro. But a couple hours ago, I decided that I need to record a pod tonight. So what's going on? Doing this a little raw, doing this in the morning room. Don't have the microphone hooked up, no headphones. Just wanted to just kind of do like a true voice memo of some sorts. I have a beer. I do have a beer. Um, And uh, it's actually part part of the one of the topics that is in the show. So before we get to that, before we get to everything, just a life update on me. I have been going through some funky stuff. Um, I've been dealing with um, IBS and figuring out what's going on with me. So I had I've had a couple of um, episodes where I have a bunch of stomach issues and the most recent one was around Thanksgiving where I really wasn't able to eat for a few days and um, I went to the ER because I just didn't know if there was something wrong with my gallbladder or something else and got an x-ray and everything and I was all good. It's basically just you have diarrhea. So um, uh, after that, things started getting better, but I just... um, Really, it's been a weird time because I've been talking to my doctor, I've been talking to my GI doctor as well. I went ahead and got a colonoscopy to make sure there was nothing going wrong in there. And uh, they found some polyps, but they were all fine. Um, No Crohn's, um, all great news. I mean, there's nothing really big wrong with me, but now it's just kind of me figuring out like what's wrong with me? Like I, I talked to my GI doctor and there's really not much that he can fill me in on. My um, regular doctor thought it could have been a virus that I had of some sort, which I got some like blood work done at the hospital and there was no, I don't know. It just, it's very hard right now to talk to a doctor and just to get things figured out that you just kind of start to Google things. And um, that's, kind of where I'm at now. So I did talk to um, a different GI doctor at the same practice that I go to. And there's Jess. Um, And so uh, we talked about some things I could do uh, better. Um, Taking fiber is one of them. And that's something that I started to do. And also, I kind of looked into taking the probiotic. And so I've been starting to do that, which has helped regulate things. Um, So I think with talking to my one doctor, um, I kind of can figure out what's going on and can figure out when I have like these crazy episodes and trying to... um, get past it, but it's just been, it's been interesting, um, like figuring out what to do, what to eat, 
Um, it's been nerve-wracking. Just making, I just don't want that to happen again. And it's just, it's just been weird. And like beer has been one of those things where I didn't know if that was causing it. I don't know if it's like something with gluten or if it's celiac. Like I, I just, I just don't know. Um, but what I've been trying to do is cut down on. There's a certain carb that's not good for your stomach that people with IBS cannot really tolerate. And I've been cutting those out. Luckily, they are not in beer. They're in other things like garlic and onions and certain vegetables, certain fruits, um, bread, stuff like that. So I've been switching my diet. I ended up losing about, at one point, I lost about 30 pounds. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. But I, it's definitely been different. I've definitely been trying to be more in tune with my stomach and especially with what I eat. And, um, drinking beer was definitely not one of the things that I really wanted to do. So I still, um, I don't know. I just feel like I haven't really been in the feel, like I really haven't been wanting to like search out new beers and stuff. I don't know what that is. I, I, um, and this was, I, I just traded some beer with someone from Vermont to get some good Vermont beers. He sent back a nice little mix pack. I sent him a mix pack and it was right when I was starting to go through all this. So I wanted to drink the fresh beer, but it was still a little, um, a little tough. So, um, luckily I think I'm, I'm on a good path now. I hope. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to stop drinking beer, but definitely not going to be drinking as much. I mean, I didn't really drink much from, from the get go. Um, but it's definitely changing habits. So that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at now. So yeah, I can't remember the last time I recorded um, it could have been like red season. Like, yeah, I think, I think, I think the jackets were even, like, it was, so shoot, I don't know. Um, I guess I can just like, I don't, I don't have a transcript or anything for this show. I guess I can just rattle down my sports, like where I'm at in my sports worlds. <clears throat> even though the people that are listening probably know where I'm at on a lot of these, I mean, the number one thing is UC football right now. And tomorrow we play against Alabama in the Cotton Bowl. We're in the playoffs wild. So much hype for this team to start off. So much. Let me crack a beer first. Um, definitely one of the most exciting things um exciting sports thing like sports teams to watch but i'm not used to there being this much pressure of just having to win every single game i mean if you're a better team or not a better team but if you're a more respected team like ohio state alabama you can lose a game and you could still if you lose if you lose it early enough you can still be talked about to be in the playoffs shit might even be able to lose two and still have a chance um, because of like everyone you play and stuff. Um, so I, I just knew that we had to win every single game. So, I mean, the cats, like they just, I don't know what they did in a lot of those games where they just 
played down. I mean, I went to the Tulane game, came out blazing. I mean, we were up like, by like what, two touchdowns? And then all of a sudden, we just kind of like, just kind of like leaned off of it and just like made it close. Like, what, what are we doing, guys? Like, do you want to like, like, if you want to be respected, you're, sadly, you're going to have to like win by a lot. And that's just, I feel like the past. Like, especially when, like, after the BCS, like, rankings came out, um, it, it it was just, like, such an exhausted take. Like, everything about the Bear, like, everything about Bearcats football and, like, not being a power, comp, a power team, um, that whole argument was exhausted over and over, and it just got, like, it's the same shit over and over, and it just was, like, I don't, I don't feel like listening to it, but... I I feel like I'm in the same position as I was last year when we played Georgia. I'm in the same position of, like, let's just not embarrass ourselves. And then we played great and should have won the game against Georgia. So what's going to happen tomorrow? I don't know. I think our run, de- our run defense needs – like, if our run defense can buckle down, I think we have a good chance. But our run defense has been a little suspect. I think our offense will get their tries. Um I think Des needs to run more. I think they were definitely trying to protect him, and that's why he didn't run as much, and, you know, that's fine. But um, that's part of his game. I mean, the the trademark 20-yard touchdown from Desmond Ritter is, like, it, it happened here and there, like, whereas, like, it, I feel like it was happening every game. So I'm excited. I mean, obviously, if we win, it's the greatest win in the Cincinnati sports program for the past like, 20 years. Um, I guess that, that clears out the World Series, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this would be just absolutely enormous. Absolutely enormous. Even if we wouldn't win the national title, like, absolutely enormous. So, very excited for the Cats. Um, and I hope other people are, too. I think other people are, too. A lot of people in Cincinnati are rooting for them. It's cool. What am I drinking? Oh, I'm drinking Pseudo-Sue out of a 12-ounce can. Yeah, that's right. Pseudo-Sue, or Top and Goliath, finally released Pseudo-Sue in 12-ounce cans, 12-ounce, uh, or 12-packs of 12-ouncers. Perfect. It's perfect. Um, it's not perfect beer, but it's just, like, such a, it's a, it's a garage mainstay, so to speak. So, Kyle was, friend, friend of the show, Kyle was the first one to let me know about it, um, coming to Cincinnati, Brother Ben picked it up. Awesome. So, definitely a good one. Um, thinking of all the beer news I have. Uh, yeah, the one other one that I had was that um, Kyle also told me about, uh, was it Bell's? Yeah, Bell's Brewery selling to an Australian um, company that's like big. I guess the founder is like stepping down or he's retiring. Um, so they sold off. So that's a uh, it's huge. That is enormous. Um, so Bell's is not really independent anymore, or whenever they sell. Uh, yeah. Speaking of selling, a lot of talk about uh, selling the team, and for the Reds, the uh, good old Reds. Um, the um, 
I, there was a, a report that came out where it was a report about um, the most which owners have the most money and Castellini I think he might have been last with 440 million um so apparently he's a 15% he only owns 15% and he's the CEO so even if he does sell the team like being the majority owner I think that's going to make a difference but I don't really see like a lot uh a lot changing I I, I don't know I, I I need to like research more about like the wealth of the owners and like what that does like what that means for being able to buy more players i i honestly don't know i mean the reds are such a small market team where are we a small market team because our owners or like just like our revenue and everything like what, what what's all like we can't we're not going to be the, the dodgers we're not going to be the red Sox. i mean that's just like i want to like, like, I would love to go out and just be in the hunt for every big player. Like, that would be fantastic. But, like, I shouldn't, like, we shouldn't settle for that, though, as fans. Like, that's, like, the biggest argument. It's, like, we shouldn't settle for just being, like, this mediocre team and, like, flirting with getting in the playoffs. We should, like, want to, like, like always like, be in the playoffs. Like, why do we settle for that? It's, like, Cincinnati sports fans, is it just, like, we just don't want to give our hopes up. Now, I know there's like I know I know uh, fans can or can get upset when we don't or we like like have to let players go and stuff and um, like Tucker Barnhart leaving like I just I, I kind of knew with the with Tyler Stevenson I figured that we would have we make a move of some sort. Um, I don't really know what the return is, but I like getting, um, like, I'm, I'm hopeful, like, for minor leaguers and, like, I like prospects. I really um, value prospects. And when there were talks of some sort about uh, Luis Castillo going to the Mariners, I know there's a couple of high praised um prospects and i don't think the mariners would get rid of i think like it could be i forget his name oh god oh i forget his name but it could be like the number i think it's like one of the top three prospects in the major leagues like if we were able to snag him for castillo you bet you bet i mean castillo he's like I don't, I don't know like his payroll. I don't, I don't know all these, all these little details and like what if we'd even be able to afford him and stuff. But um, I feel like we got, we got some good use out of him. I, there, I mean, in the beginning of the year he was hideous. He got better towards the end of the year when it got warmer. But I, I don't know if we want to spend ace money on this guy that like was had like a what like a five or six ERA. Uh, maybe in the beginning. I'm doing this so freaking raw. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I mean, baseball talk has been like so dead since there's the whole lockout and everything. But um, yeah, hopefully that, that gets figured out. Uh, let's talk about a winning team like the Bengals. I, uh, what was there like? 
people didn't know if they were going to get five or six wins. I, I had some good faith in this team. Um, I just knew that we had we had a lot of um, we had a lot of talent coming in. I know with like the pass rush and everything in the defense and also the offensive line, there was a lot of improvement. I know people were upset that we drafted uh, Jamar Chase, but. I mean, if your quarterback is vouching and wants him, like there, there's something about it. I mean, I, I Chase is going to bring in more eyeballs than an offensive lineman. I mean, you, you can you can you can pick up offensive linemen. You can if you really want to. So I think that's kind of what they did. And I'll tell you what, it's been working out so far. Um, our offense is just. Like when we fire on all cylinders, like we did against the Ravens this week, we we can just we can demolish teams. I mean, we have three <laughs> three highly talented wide receivers. I I just I'm, I'm excited. I mean, guys, this is the, this is the beginning of the Bengals. Um, F. McPherson's phenomenal. Could he play for the Bearcats? Maybe that would be cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, our kicker is horrible. Kickers, all of them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Bengals, very fun to watch. Awesome time to watch. Uh, yeah, see what we do. Uh, jackets. Jackets. Just completely de- de- just got discombobulated with, like, Seth Jones leaving, Atkinson leaving. All of our core guys are gone. Bring in some other guys. Uh, we start off the team. We start off the season pretty well. And then kind of went down the shitter, and now we're, like, stalled, and we just had our first game back. So, um, I'll tell you what, switching over to Bally Sports has been, like, a lot harder for me to watch, and I haven't watched them as much. It's kind of sad. So, FC Cincinnati, huge moves. Got rid of the Dutch. Got rid of um, Neukamp. Thank God. Got rid of Yopstom. Thank God. Brought in um, some young and hungry MLS guys who know the league like that's the thing in soccer you can't just bring in any like the coach like especially the GM you bring in like the players you get league all the leagues are so different like you can't like the MLS just plays different than um the any other league I mean it's just you have to adjust to the league you're playing in and I just don't think that they really did that ever you can't just bring in good players you can't freaking Oh, Jeff burning it and just like, oh, this player looks good. Let's let's. This isn't like the NFL where you just like bring in players and like because they're good and then we'll see how they do. There's so much chemistry that needs to happen. There's like different like just so many different game plans with soccer and like the players you bring in have to match what your coach wants to do. You can't just bring in any coach and just he'll figure out the team. It's just soccer's different like that. And, I mean, Jeff, the whole the whole first year and Jeff Burning, oh, it just, it was a, a fucking mess. I mean, just a mess. So, I feel like we're starting to get on the right foot. I feel like I say that every year. I feel like every year I'm like, I feel more confident now. I mean, last year we did, we brought in Acosta, we brought in, we... What was that two years ago? I can't remember. Um, it might have been two years ago. Like Brenner coming in, like we're we're getting, 
better players, but it's just you like I said, you bring in better players, but you just don't have the right technique. You don't have the right game plan. You don't have the right like you could have all star players, but they need to be the right like a team of like good guys could be beaten by a like think okay, okay. So think back like when FCC beat um the crew and when we beat the fire like our guys were not better we just played better like we just our, our guys had so much they just had great chemistry they they had like the perfect game plan everything just clicked and then we can go out and like beat these these like teams that have better talent like it just it can happen so That's soccer in a nutshell. Um, I haven't really talked about beer news. I did have a stamp. Oh, fart. I did have a stamp. Um, and I can't remember it. I, I can't remember it. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so tomorrow, um, Ryan Geist is having a watch party of some sort for the Bearcats. I don't really think it's going to be that, that crowded. Um but I saw that they have Nick's favorite flamingo on draft. I think it's still there. Um, and I feel like that's a stamp of some sort because, like, a brewery is throwing a watch party for football, so it gets my stamp of approval. Or, yeah, drinking the dugout stamp when uh, sports crosses over with beer. <laughs> I've been also uh, doing some sneaky moves of scoping out the um label <coughs> label um uh approvals so i've been kind of looking at some beer that's on its way um there looks like it's like a i think i sent it to the scouts like a vodka soda mix like two flavors for um madry that they're coming out with it's probably going to Mesh with their alcove, the new location that they're opening. I bet they release at the same time they open that. Um, I'll tell you what, though. For new beer, it seems like a lot of it is, like, Brewdog. Brewdog's always popping out new beer. Um, Fatheads, and, like, it's just, like, I don't know. There's not too much other than that. Um, there's, like, that whole, like, Fruit Blood thing with Urban Artifact that's going around. It's, like, a wine that they're doing. Um, thinking of other, uh, Southern Gris closed their original location and opened a new location, a new East location. It looks pretty cool. Looks like they have food there and everything. So, um, I don't, I guess I looks like they can like expand on like, I think, I wonder if they do a lot of production in their, uh, um, other location in uh, the nations. Um, they probably do. Nashville's such a cool city. Um, I um, went on eBay and bought the treehouse glass that like they like talked about that they made like they researched for three years and made the specific glass and it's like an embossed treehouse logo. I'm like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta have it. So I bought it off eBay. I'm just looking around my morning room to see little things that I got. So, yeah, I think um, 
Oh, I I did want to talk about the um, NFL taunting rule that's, like, going on. Like, I mean, I'm pretty much going to echo every other take of every other fan that it's completely bogus. I don't really know what, like, who they're trying to, like, like, shelter or who they're trying to, like, um, protect, but it's just so dumb. I mean, like, I can't, I get, I'd love to see, like, what the percentage of people who think, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, who the hell's gonna say that? I, I just, it's, it's really ruining a lot. Um, so, yeah, it stinks, right? <laughs> All right, um, I think that's it. 2022, is it going to be different than 2021? Yeah, because it's a different number. Ah. Will I podcast more? Um, I don't know. I really need to figure out an intro and an outro. That's for sure. Um, Kind of chapped about that. I thought I saved it in my Google Drive, but um, apparently I did not save it in my Google Drive. Um, Yeah. Hope you guys have a fantastic New Year's, hope you had a good Christmas, hope you spent it with family, um, and I hope to see you all in, we did have, that's right, we did have a spooky beer show, um, I think Mr. Ryan Ostertag won, if I can remember correctly, but it was the same format as, uh, everybody brings a few beers, and then I, I did the pouring this year, that's why I didn't win, uh, (laughs) Just kidding. Um, but yeah, it worked out really well. Uh, a good spread of beers. It's fun. Um, yeah. I told Jess that I'm going to perfect a good smash burger. Uh, I got a new Blackstone uh, electric griddle. It's really cool. So I told her I'm going to perfect a smash burger. I got to make a special sauce. Yeah for it and uh you know i kind of wanted to make like a list of the best like just like grade a bunch of burgers in cincinnati just kind of bring back the old blog that i used to have and um figure out who has the best burger in cincy but i will tell you uh currently my favorite burger in cincinnati is down in otr this place called jack brown's where it's like I don't know. It's Jack Brown's Burgers, beer, some tons of beer, and their burgers are brilliant. They're just there's. I'm a big fan of simple burgers: bread, burger, cheese, maybe a little lettuce. It's fine. Pickle. Just I don't need. I don't need like giant bacon on it. I don't need I, bacon. I like bacon, but sometimes it can just overpower a burger completely. I just want a plain burger. If they have like a like a chef sauce or like a special sauce bonus, put that on there. Not too much though. I don't need. I don't want ketchup and mustard and mayo and onions and blah. All this just junk on. No, just give me. I just want to taste that meat, cheese, bread. Not like a giant bread. I went to I think it's Red Feather and I heard that was a really good burger and it was good, but it had like this like cheese whip on it and it was like a fancy burger and it was it was all right 
they, they had really good uh, chicken skins, though. Like, fried chicken skins. Oh, it's very good. Um, so, yeah, Jack Brown's very good. Just went to this place called... Oh, crap. I forget what it's called. Just opened, like, a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, it's called... Oh, crap. I forget. It's in Columbia, Tusculum. Oh, said that right. It's right next to, like, Burger Bagels and uh, Taglio. Just opened. Very good burger. It's a very good one. Uh, they have, like, burgers, tacos, and stuff. It's like a food truck park, they call it. But it's just a restaurant. But it's got, like, AstroTurf on the ground and, like, little trailer looking. It, it looks... I mean, it's really well done. But they didn't have their, uh... Their, uh... Liquor license yet, so... Yeah. Um... Yeah, so maybe my burger list is coming soon. But, uh, if you're an OTR... I think it's, like, by, what is it by? Like, Drinkery and all that. Uh, Jack Brown. Check it out. It's very good. Um, yeah. I think I will have a burger from OTR Chili tomorrow at Rheingeist. Last time I went, it was a good burger. I think 50 Wests is a little bit better. But, um, yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying subscribed. That's probably the only way you, uh heard or saw that i dropped this so i hope this works i hope it doesn't erase on me at the end haven't used this app in a while i hope everything works out you guys take it easy i have no idea what episode number this is it might be 154 i don't know but please have a good 2021 rest of it and have a better 2022 see you guys Do 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 do